Hey guys, spoilers ahead. Enjoy the video. Hey, what's up, guys? This is another episode of, you know, you know what it is. It's The Watchers. And you know me. I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Clay. Throwing like the Gonzo just said, we are The Watchers, a podcast. We break down Marvel films and shows, give our thoughts, opinions, maybe even answer a couple of your questions. Hey. Tell me, Gonzo, how's the day treating you? Uh, it's going pretty good so far. Oh, I love that. Made it. A- great little breakfast mm. little breakfast tacos i was pretty hungry this morning too so i threw another egg and a, another slice of bacon in there you yes know? sir yes sir get got a coffee put some uh what's it called froth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. wow spectacular mm-hmm. love um, that love that locked in ready to go how about yourself well if the viewers mm. Well, I guess this is going to come out before the podcast because we are switching that up. But if mm-hmm. you guys watch the podcast, you'll know that I said today I'm going to get a pumpkin cream cold brew, which has oh, been deleted. Yeah. Wow. And I'm also going to get a bagel, which I got. It's even got my name on it because I'm friends Play. with the people over there. Um, so, you know, I'm like I said, I'm pretty dialed. I'm dialed, ecstatic. Ready to go. It was a brisk morning. Love it is that. a brisk morning. Love mm-hmm. that. It's supposed to get a little warm. Don't know how I feel about it. Uh, got some fun sounding plans later this evening, which I'm also pretty nice. excited about. Nice. Maybe maybe a little fire pit. Mm. Maybe maybe a single adult beverage. Not totally sure yet. Maybe Throw nine. One in there. Maybe nine. You know, it, it, it's it's either one it or depends on 40. the mood. It definitely it depends on the vibe does. when you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a good time. Could that nine could turn to twelve? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's like an mediocre, it's casual five or six. Casual. At best. Because I you might know. just try to hit like an Irish goodbye. Just yeah. kind of have like a walking around Bev, you know what I'm saying? And just be like, mm-hmm. set that down on the counter. They're having a conversation over there. That person's in the bathroom. Adios. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Ski. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Love it. Gonzo. Gonzo, Gonzo, Gonzo. What are we covering? Oh. We are covering covering Loki episode three, season two. Bang! AKA halfway through, baby. We're almost there. I want to have some. uh, I might have. I don't know. This episode is interesting to me. I don't know. I want to say something, but it's going to infuriate you. Do you think this is the worst so far? Not the worst. Okay. Um, it's a good episode, but I think when you when we talked about, I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna be pretty frustrated at me, but just hear me out here, okay? Yeah. When we watched Loki season one, and you asked me, "What's your definition of a filler episode?" Mm-hmm. I think I figured it out, and I think a filler episode for me is an episode where there's a lot more questions than answers. So it's it's a more of a lead up to okay. the next episodes. Okay. And I think this episode does that. Interesting. It is a good it might be the best filler episode I've seen. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, but maybe it's not a filler episode. Maybe episode four is a filler episode. Um, or two could have been a filler for now. Yeah. But we don't know. 
I mean, um, I will say, I will say this much though. <laughs> you said, I believe it was in uh, episode two that you wanted this show to go like this. Yes. And episode one, there was a lot of stuff going on. Super yeah. chaotic, a lot of dialogue, a lot of problems. Episode two, mellowed out, kind of caught up from episode one, put, you know, dotted the T's, crossed the I's, as some people say. Um, I said that backwards on purpose, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then this one seemed to go back up again because there was just, once again, you think? Uh, I think that there was a lot of stuff happening in this episode. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking episode I think four, it was more like episode one, episode two, and three for me. Oh, weird. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. We're going to have some good well, Actually, you know what? We'll do episode one, episode two, episode three. Okay. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. There, I mean, you can't deny that there's a lot of stuff going on. And there is there is a lot of stuff. They're also going on. doing this whole like going back in time kind of thing. So, like, it's not mm-hmm. going to necessarily make sense as of yet on yeah. why all this stuff is important. Mm-hmm. So. I can understand why maybe you didn't – it wasn't as engaging for you as, as episode one or two so far. Yeah. Specifically one because one was insane. Mm-hmm. One was insane. I think though we can both agree good episode and good episode. this episode did not ruin Loki by any means. Oh, no. Um, And we kind of called it with the Kang. I actually have in my notes. We called a couple things. We did. We're, we're getting better. We're kind of getting dialed, baby. We're getting dialed. I yeah. love it. I he, love it. I said he had been in like a, a weird, funny version. I don't really know if he's like a weird, funny version. I'm not going to call he's him funny, like a, but he's weird. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's an interesting feller for sure. Absolutely. Uh, he's also a fart smeller. So. Okay. He said feller. It just rhymes. My boss oh, says it a lot. Every harsh. once in a while, okay. I'm like, I'm a smart feller. And he's like, and you're a fart smeller. And I'm like, no. Oh sometimes but yeah you don't gotta call me out on it um but yeah man um, i mean this was pretty great uh do you mm-hmm. have anything that you want to any opening thoughts or anything like that or you just want to kind of jump right into it and kind of um, see how we flow i'm gonna wait till act one but i know i saw something that i know you were stoked about and i raised the question yeah. on something yeah. yeah you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Wow. we're dialed right now we are locked <laughs> we're locked in i know uh, exactly i'm happy that you know exactly what i'm talking about i was so i literally had to pause the episode to put it all in caps <laughs> yeah yeah all right but i am ready for act one lovely why don't we uh <clears throat> dolphin yeah. He yelled so loud his mic didn't even pick it up. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it was so loud. Um, <clears throat> this, open up, this episode opens with Ravana walking out of a portal and entering Chicago in 1868. So this is also where we find out where she went from the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And she is on the sacred timeline at this point in time. She finds Miss Minutes in a barn where she tells Ravana she must place a package that she has through a window seal. Ravana gets upset and asks why he who remains, or Kang, didn't do it himself, and Miss Minutes reveals that he is dead. We see a young man making candles as a package falls from the window, and he opens it and realizes it's the TVA guidebook. Back in the TVA, Loki and Mobius are with Obi, Casey, and B-15, where they find out that the blast doors can't open. Obi says that the branches docks pruned, Stabilize the loom, but the branches are growing back, so it won't be stable for long. 
we called that. Mm -hmm. Casey asks OB if Miss Minutes can open the blast doors, and OB says yes, but they still can't find Miss Minutes. Loki and Mobius begin their next mission to find Miss Minutes, so they so they track Ravana's tempad and travel to Chicago in 1868 on a branched timeline. Once there, they are curious why Ravana traveled to the same place twice, once in 1868 and another in 1893. They travel, they don't see anything, so they travel to 1893 and see if they can find anything there. They arrive at the city fair and overhear a paper boy talking about a ghost clock, and they instantly knew that that was Miss Minutes, so they buy a paper. Loki spots a sign which says Victor Timely's Astounding Temporal Marvels, which they know Ravana will be there. Once inside, Mobius spots Ravana, but they decide to play it cool to not scare her away. Victor, Kang, takes a stage and begins speaking about time, but none of the patrons are impressed and begin, begins heckling him. Loki recognizes him and tells Mobius that that's a variant from Kang from Season 1 that they warned about. Victor begins winding up the prototype loom, which creates lightning and presses the patrons as he walks off stage. Ravana stops him and asks him for a moment of his time, but is pushed away by one of the hecklers asking to be partners and create the machine and sell it together. But Victor doesn't do partnerships and declines. Kang er, Victor, aka Kang, begins a bidding war until the same heckler ends up buying the machine and Victor leaves. Ravana runs outside to try to speak with Victor again, but Loki and Mobius run out as well to speak with him leaving. Kang... Victor is then stopped by a councilman demanding for his money back after the pants he bought don't work, but Victor tells him he'll be back next week. They circle back, and the heckler who bought the machine yells at Victor, claiming that his inventions are fake and begins chasing him, so Victor runs off. A lot of stuff going on. I kind of stumbled of over because it's Kang, but his name right now is Victor, yeah, and I think that that's important to differentiate. Yeah, so 100%. I apologize. Um, so... Uh, like I, yeah, that was one, one of my notes. The loom's okay. So we kind of called that in a way. Absolutely, we called um, that. Uh, but obviously, Obi didn't say that was like kind of a good thing. He, he just like, it's a good thing. He but... just brushed it like, hey, it's doing okay now, but the branches are expanding mm -hmm. again. So we need to figure this out still. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this act uh, leaves a lot of questions for me, for sure. Um, there was one thing that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, it took a while for Ravana's Tempad to, um, get a hit at the TVA. And also Miss Minutes asks what took her so long. Um, so it makes me wonder, um, was the recording that Loki heard yep. of R Renslayer uh, talking to Kang, mm -hmm. or maybe your theory, the Council of Kangs, mm -hmm. was that... In between? In between that time. Mm -hmm. um, does she have a bigger plan that we don't know? Is she trying to r ruin this version of Kang? Because that other Kang that she's working for or Kang's mm -hmm. knows what I have another theory as well is Miss Minutes is trying to just because she's in love with Kang apparently from what we've seen from this episode. That was weird. Gotta talk to HR about that. Yeah, so it's um interesting. I think there's something bigger going on and it makes me wonder about 
like I said last episode too about X5 working for Renslater. Um, that could still possibly be a thing, but I definitely think Renslater's uh, up to something more than we know. Um, and then, like I said about Miss Minutes, uh, she I think she just wants another Kang, like that version, mm-hmm. just so she can be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, because why would Kang help another variant of himself when he didn't want that to happen? Which Correct. confused me. Yeah. So I think Miss Minutes is the one that told Renslayer that Kang uh, wanted them to deliver that book, but yeah, it was yeah. actually Miss Minutes behind that. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I just have a like a funny question. Do maybe uh, I might be dumb here, but did people really dress like that in the 1800s? Because it would be tough. Um, it would really suck to just put on your three-piece suit to just go get the mail. I, mean, I just thought of that. People really, up until like the last like 20 years, people like dressed up for normal things. Like That's wild. People used to wear suits on planes like yeah. pretty often. And like if, I mean, granted, I didn't, I wasn't around back then, but a lot of yeah. like the other time periods that I watch, it's either like you have a blue collar guy that's wearing like some sort of jumpsuit and is all greasy, or you have the people in the suits like doing. What yeah, they, doing that's so wild to me that you would have to wear a suit every day. Yeah, that's what I. Oh my gosh, I mean that's the normal for them, so it makes sense. Yeah, but I was just thinking that's like, funny. damn, I really have to put on my three piece suit to go get the mail. Yeah, no, I or go to the grocery <laughs> store. You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then another question I have is who did Kang give that, I want to say, 100 bucks to mm-hmm. or money Yeah. Uh, to that one dude at the bar when that was, he sold his prototype? That was, the, uh, that was the guy that was in the bidding war. So there was okay. like the fat guy with the crazy mustache. And then there was the other guy that was trying to buy it, but he got outbid. So it's like almost like he felt bad. So he's like, here, man, I'm sorry. But like, here's I don't think money. now that I don't think that's I think that dude set him up, set King up, uh, like help set King up yeah, 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 yeah. so he can get that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that actually like, kind of up, up the uh, ante or like. Up yeah, the because when you watch this episode, King has a lot of friends. He does. He says, Hugo to throw the um yeah. the apple or whatever fruit or ball or whatever was, that is it was an apple which i thought was um, kind of cool because we see in season one the kang is eating yeah. an apple as well he, he's friends with a lot of these uh mm-hmm. random people mm-hmm. so i think that's probably one of them mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't catch that until now so mm-hmm. oh that's cool um but yeah that's pretty much all the thoughts questions and concerns i have about act one okay well i do have one thing to talk about for one of the points you made which is did Renslayer in between going from the portal at the end of season one go to that other timeline and have that meeting with a Kang or the council of Kangs before going there and my thing is that I don't think that that could have happened because at the end of this episode Miss Minutes reveals that she has a big secret about Ravana that would really make her upset yeah which I think is referencing that conversation so that's another thing too yeah and so i feel like ravana would have remembered it if it Mm -hmm. happened right before so i think that that's just like a a different time but i i do think that ravana is up to something there's a gap yeah there is still in question so 
Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Because it took a while mm-hmm. for even to get even a hit on yeah. the temp pad. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe episode four, five, or six. Yeah. We'll get that question answered. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, my first point is that when Ravana goes to Chicago in 1868, in the beginning, it is the sacred timeline. When Mobius and Loki go to Chicago in 1868, it's a branch timeline. Do you think that it's a branch timeline because 100%. Ravana gave the book at that point? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Um, I feel like that also, that kind of helps us, that gives us a lot of insight onto how something can go from the sacred to the branch timeline. Yeah. Um, and it also goes to show, which is something that we'll see in Act 2 about um, how Ravana ended up like uh, uh, putting Victor on a path that he was not supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. if this was the path that he was supposed to be, it would still be the sacred timeline. So yeah. uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, my next point, we already kind of talked about it, but we were right about Doc's pruning the branches, which helps stabilizes the loom. Yep. Um, which, yes, we, yeah, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The next thing, which I'm pretty ecstatic about, the, actually, my next two things are kind of Easter eggs, but um, they stop by a building. It was Greek mythology, and Mobius and Loki are talking or whatever. And there's a statue of Thor on the far right, Odin in the middle, and Balder on yep. the left. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was super cool because we've discussed that within uh, the first Thor movie, how they debated on putting him in there. And obviously, yep. you know how I am about my Greek mythology and God of War and all that. It was really cool 100%. to see that they at least are showing him yeah. in, in the series. Whether we are will actually meet Balder is one thing. I've heard some rumors. I've read some rumors, I should say. I don't talk to anybody about this. Yeah, But um, I just thought that was kind of cool. It just kind of paid some homage. Yeah, I wanted to wait till you. I wanted you to point it out because I appreciate it's it. important to you. But yeah, um, it's super cool. Loki knows who he is, mm-hmm. and he said nobody know nobody even knows him. Mm-hmm. He's a half brother so, for Loki and Thor. Is this maybe like I'm kind of foreseeing the future here? Okay, but is this maybe like a uh, like a little hint or a little sprinkle? of what for Thor five will be like, will we see, um, that would be really cool see him in that film. That'd be cool. Or even later in this episode or later in the season, maybe Loki finally gets the power or the courage to go visit Thor and Thor is becoming friends with Balder because Loki's gone. That too. So, or it's like, cause now we're maybe Thor. Cause we, uh, Love and Thunder didn't really have anything to do with mul- the multiverse in no. a way. So Thor. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't have a lot to do with anything. <laughs> Nothing, really. Um, but maybe this fifth one will explore that and actually be a part of the storyline for the multiverse saga. Yeah. But uh, we'll... I guess we'll see. We'll you see. Know? We'll see, I guess. Um, and it also, in that scene, it also kind of, it seems like Loki is for sure getting homesick. Oh, uh, yeah. And he definitely misses Thor. Um, mm-hmm. And he even says, like, a little snarky remark, and he's like, Thor's not even that tall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was funny. It's funny. And the next Easter egg that I caught, there's another one later on in this episode, but uh, the sign that Loki points out for uh, Victor Timely's uh, marvelous temporal whatever temporal marvels marvelous 
Tempor- temporal, temporal marvelous. marvelous. No, it's not. It's marvelous. just marvels. Yeah. Um, did you see what was right above it? It Damn. was a gentleman. I imagine. I can't read the first name. It's a crazy calligraphy. Um, but wow. Thank you. Wait, say that word again. Calligraphy. Wow. Look at the vocabulary on clay. Beautiful handwriting. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) but the last name was Lang. As in Scott Lang. So it just kind of shows that, you know, like it, 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 it's, it's once again, I think it's just more or less like paying homage to other heroes and people that we know in the Marvel universe. Um, but it's cool to see that like, you know, Lang's family goes back all this time and they were placed in Chicago at one point. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, I um, didn't see. I didn't notice that. That's cool, though. And something <laughs> that I didn't bring up in Act 1 because I'm trying to condense them a little bit more so the people don't get annoyed. Um, but uh, as they're running out to go get Victor, um, Loki steps on a patron's foot. And this dude is, I don't know, column nine feet tall and yeah. 700 pounds. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you stepped on my foot. I think we should handle this outside. And Loki is... Mobius is like, hey, calm down. Don't do nothing. Like, we're not supposed to be here. You can't do anything that will mess up the timeline. And this dude flicks off his hat and is like, we need to go outside. And Loki was like, yeah, let's go outside. That sounds like a great mm-hmm. idea. And then just goes, whoosh, and yeah. just teleports him into a pig pen outside. <laughs> Please, how about we settle this? which is a power we haven't seen before mm-hmm. um and i thought that was so funny and then yeah, mobius Rick's plays point. it off and he's like the amazing loki he's here all yeah. week <laughs> yeah. i i just thought that was super comedy and it also shows another power that he's mm-hmm. either developed or has always had or something along those lines Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how we both know how each other feel about him developing new powers and them showing. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Getting shown off. Like coffee is giving me hiccups. I know. I'm, I'm same way. Um, Stomach's going through it. Outside of that, though, my friend. That's all you got? That's all I got. Um, I just had a quick thought, too. Um, I really what I really appreciate um, so far of this show is is something that ant-man quantumania didn't do um be a good movie that (laughs) and it didn't really instill fear in the villain yeah low-key in episode one is terrified he's that when he stabs that wall he's like that's who's coming like Mm -hmm. he's like everybody can tell he's yeah. just like he's he's manic he is terrified manic yeah and then he kind of and then in this episode too he's like he's freaking frightened. out yeah he's when, freaking he, when, out. He's, he's when like, he sees him he's like oh him. my god yeah you know yeah he's and like almost like I, uh uh like frozen in place with his fear yes yeah because he doesn't know which one's gonna be like the bad one the bad one yeah so I'm hoping I'm maybe we will, maybe we won't. But if we don't, I'm going to be a little triggered. I hope we see multiple Kings because if we get one King character in the show, 
I'm going to be a little. I'm going to be but, upset. Um, uh, but yeah, I hope we see multiple Kings in this mm-hmm. version of the show. Um, but I really, really appreciate his acting and just he showing it. that he's a terrifying figure. Yeah. And that they should be fake. You good? Hey, that's my cat, guys. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't come up here. I'm sorry. No, stop it. (laughs) queen. No, no, no. You can't come up here. I'm sorry. Here you go. You can lay down on my bed. (laughs) Okay. She's like, well, actually. um, Yeah, I do agree. I mean, he he shows... Loki really shows fear um, for Kang, which as a... So a watcher, <laughs> um, it it helps us understand like how scary <laughs> Kang oh, wow. is. Um, you gotta figure it and out. And also, bro. Uh, Jonathan Majors really kills it at this variant. Yes, like he's, he, yes, he does. He's very uh, socially awkward. He doesn't really know what's going on, but he knows that because he got handed this book, like there's something bigger and better out there. But he's mm-hmm. just trying to make a living, so he's really just being a con artist. Yeah, 100%. Kind of neat. Yeah, um, it's cool to see. Yeah, oh, that's, wow. that's what I got. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. You can't come up here. You screw my keyboard and everything. Uh, but are we ready for act two? We sure <clears throat> are. All right. <clears throat> B-15 calls Mobius and tells him there is another uh, Tempad reading in his area. Loki finally catches up to Kang but the Ferris wheel uh, by the Ferris wheel. But before he can uh, talk to him, Sylvie shows up to kill Victor, since he is a variant of Kang. Loki and Sylvie begin fighting, and just like last time, Loki is trying to calm her down and make her see the bigger picture, but Sylvie is determined to kill Victor. During the argument, Loki mentions the TVA, which makes Victor pull out the guidebook and receives uh, that he received all those years ago. Sylvie asks Loki where he thinks... Where he thinks he got that from, saying that Ravana set him on a path he wasn't supposed to go down and weaponized him. As the doors open uh, on the Ferris wheel, Sylvie shoots out a large blast which sends Loki and Victor down the flight of stairs. Miss Minutes makes herself big and scares everybody away so Ravana can get Victor so they can speak. Victor Victor, uh, brings Ravana back to his Airbnb (laughs) and begins explaining his history. Uh, Ravana tells Victor he needs her uh, by her by his side so she she can protect him, which makes Miss Minutes jealous and interject into the conversation. Miss Minutes tells Victor that before the TVA and everything he made her and they were together at the end of time. <clears throat> uh, Ravana tells Victor that they need uh, his help at the TVA so, uh, to fix the loom, which confuses Victor since Loki was saying the same thing. Ravana tells tells him that Loki and Mobius can't be trusted and that Loki was a part of killing his variant. Ravana says they need to leave, but Victor says he won't leave without grabbing his latest invention at his lab in Wisconsin. The heckler finds uh, where where they are and kicks the door open, but flee, but they flee through the window. Loki and Mobius, Mobius also catch up and the heckler says Victor is mine and calls them uh, rat bags, so Loki hits, him, hits the heckler with an energy blast. Victor and Ravana leave and head to the SS Heron. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Pronounce it right? I believe so. SS Heron to take him to his lab. Ravana asks what his latest invention is, and he replies, it's the key to understanding and controlling time. 
After some more discussion, Victor realizes uh, Ravana was the one who brought him the TVA guidebook, which leaves Miss Minutes feeling jealous. Ravana says she has high hopes for their partnership, which makes Victor sad, but makes Miss Minutes very happy. Ravana is woken up to the raft. Woken up to the raft, she is now inside, be, being dropped off the ferry. And Miss Minutes re, reaffirms Victor's choices by saying, "You heard her. Partnership. You had to do it." And that is the end of Act Two. I love it. <clears throat> um, so my first point is that I feel like Sylvie should not be this upset at the variant of Kang at this point, and she should direct her anger towards Ravana, which. Uh, Obviously, we find out later on in this episode that's exactly what she does, but yeah. um, it just makes sense because Ravana is the one that took her from her timeline. Like, I get that yeah. Kang was making the timeline, but, like, she killed the Kang that made the timeline. So now mm -hmm. take her energy out on Ravana and then just call it good. And then just help Loki and Mobius do whatever they have to do to make sure your yes. branch timeline stays around and then you can live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. um, just, I don't know. It was a little, little frustrating. Yeah, very frustrating. <laughs> She's really starting to uh, piss me off. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. Um, and then uh, when Victor and Ravana and Miss Minutes are at his Airbnb, he says, and they're leaving. He says that he has his lab in Wisconsin for lower taxes. Yeah. Which yeah. is a really funny excuse, mm -hmm. especially back in the day, especially when he's being paid in cash. And all that kind of weird stuff, but it's definitely just because he's scamming people, so he has to like yeah. live far away, so people don't find yeah. out where he lives. Um, and the last thing I have is that another Easter egg: the SS Heron mm -hmm. is actually, well, Heron is the last name of the director of season one. Really? Yeah. So this is oh, kind of once cool. again a nice little nod. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought that was super cool. I, I, when the, it, the camera panned and you saw the name of the ship, I paused mm -hmm. it and was racking my brain. Cause I was like, I know, I know that's something like, that's not yeah. just like a random thing that they're saying. Um, so I gave it a quick goggle and, uh, goggle. that's what it was. And I was, I was pretty oh, ecstatic about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When I see like that word, just one word sticks out in my head. So every time I read that word, I want to say something else. Heroin. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. <laughs> so yeah, but that's cool. I didn't. I didn't obviously catch that because uh, honestly, didn't know who the director was or the name that's of fair. the director. That's so. fair. <laughs> You're definitely better with theories and connecting dots. I'm definitely a lot better with names and uh, facts. Like, the facts and stats. Yeah. The facts and stats. Ah. I actually <laughs> I really like that. I'm using that in our next podcast. Okay. <laughs> that was that was fire, by the way. <laughs> Um, but is that that's, all that's you got? that is unfortunately everything that I got from this one. Yeah. Outside um, of also Miss Minutes still just being mad sus. Yeah, very. I didn't expect her to have such a big part. Um, I didn't either. in the show. Yeah. Um, so it's cool though. I do enjoy it. It's one of the many reasons why I don't mess with AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Anyway. He, anyways. Take the floor. Um, I don't really. There's not nothing crazy, um, that happens in Act Two. I don't think. Like nothing really that it points out to me. Or, yeah. Um, 
But the only thing that just absolutely grinds my gears is how Sylvie doesn't understand what's happening. How many times does Loki have to tell her why stabbing him is the wrong thing to do? Okay. Yeah. She is grinding my gears. Yeah. At this point in the show, at the point in the show, she was grinding my gears. Yeah. I think we're. I think we're moving past it. Yeah. Close to the flip, which yeah. I'm happy because I I like Sylvie. Yeah. Um, but she's been really yeah. pissing me off. She's really um, dense. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to point out too. I love her her theme music. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I thought it was Loki's and hers, but I think that's just her theme music. I think that's hers, yeah. Um, Which was, uh, I think we kind of heard a little bit of Kang's too. I think we did as well. Um, And then also when he's talking, uh, or like doing his presentation, okay. it's the Loki theme songs playing. I don't know if you caught that. I did. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, also, the intro yeah, not, to this episode, sorry, the intro oh, to this so episode good. was fire. It was like a piano yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And um, I also uh, I think it's cool that they like fully embraced this like old timely um, environment mm-hmm. of where they're at. Like even like kind of like jumping out, uh, Victor jumping out the window and everything like mm-hmm. them running away, the music when mm-hmm. he's running away. I think it's all I think it's great. Yeah. Um, and then just my last point, and I hope we see it, but I don't think we will. And I'm really frustrated we won't is I wish we got to see Loki and Mobius riding that two seater. Dude, same. Like that is such a Mobius thing to do, by the way. Just no, grab a tandem bicycle. Comedy <laughs> gold when he's like Loki. <laughs> but that was so funny dude uh i love their chemistry together it's so good yeah. it flows so good yeah um they're great but yeah i'm it renslayer's also frustrating me just because of her attitude yeah but, she's she is buttering kang up buttering him. like like you were saying how she definitely has there's something else going on I think once she realizes that she is in the same, like she is now with the person who is supposed to be yeah. at the end of time, the he who remains, the Kang, the whatever. Yeah. Um, I think she's kind of veering off of the plan and is just mm-hmm. like doing what she can to stay close to him um, to better her, her, better herself mm-hmm. and nobody else. Mm-hmm. I w- also want to know, maybe it's just like a, a thing that he had, like everybody has this, like, um, I can't think of the word. Is it a pet peeve? Not a pet peeve, but just they're uncomfortable with. I don't. I want to know what made him flip from not wanting to have partners. I think it's because he's just a con man. Yeah. So we can't have partners. But I think also, yeah, also like super intelligent people, uh-huh. like the Einsteins, you know, or uh, all of them. They all were kind of. They never really had. Uh, they never really had partners they were always like because by they, themselves they knew that they were the smartest in the room yeah what is their so partner like, bringing to the table yeah 100 so i think that's also a reason why mm-hmm. is because he's just so smart he just doesn't even need yeah he does a partner um 
Like, I mean, but, he's finding yeah, a way to get money to fund his projects, and that's what matters. Yeah. I think he has friends. Yeah, well, of course. We saw that in Acquaintances, Act yeah. But um, there's partners, levels yeah. to this. There's levels to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have for Act 2. Um, but I am ready for Act 3. Are you? Mm-hmm. Or are you just saying that? Okay, now I'm ready. Okay, whew, okay. I understand. <clears throat> all right. Victor finally arrives at his lab where he begins collecting all of his essential items so he can leave and help the TVA. Miss Minute says that they should lay low since they caused quite a scene in Chicago. Chicago. She starts asking him if he has any sketches of her in his notepad yet, and she transforms back into her original self. She tells them that they have that she has always been there for him, and Victor says that she is a loyal friend which irritates Miss Minutes even more. She asks him why he never gave her a real body so they could truly lead together. Victor becomes uncomfortable and grabs a tempad and locks her away since she is being super creepy. Ravana shows up right after wielding a weapon that Victor has created and tells him that she is now in charge. Loki and Mobius show up to rescue Victor, but Ravana points the weapon at Victor and tells everyone not to move. <sighs> Sylvie shows up again creating another large explosion, which disorientates everybody, and she begins walking toward Victor with her blade drawn. Victor pleads with her, saying that he hasn't done anything yet, and that he isn't the man that she thinks that he is. Against her better judgment, she cannot kill him, and tells Loki and Mobius to get him out of there. As they are walking through the portal, Sylvie tells, tells them to not regret her choices. Sylvie looks behind her and tells them to leave Ravana, so they leave. Ravana takes a mean hit to the stomach and tells Sylvie that she is going to kill her than to do it already. Sylvie tells her that she has killed her countless times in her mind and it's become a crippling obsession which isn't good for her. Sylvie tells Ravana that she knows that she wants a seat at the end of time, so she opens a portal using Kang's tempad and tells her to be careful what she wishes for and kicks her through it. Ravana lands in the Citadel and unlocked Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes says that it's not good that Victor just made enemies with someone who knows all of their secrets, including one about Ravana, which will make her very, very angry. Angry. And that right there is the episode. No end credit scenes, no bada bing, no bada booms. Um, I'm going to make a call, and I'm pretty confident that... On your phone, or...? uh no oh, okay um a call uh is like a it's like a uh just a, th- a phrase you used to make a um a guess of what's gonna happen okay okay yeah sorry i'm unfamiliar <laughs> but i appreciate yeah, sorry. you uh lowering the iq hey, for me maybe some viewers don't know what yeah. that means either. i mean you know exactly <laughs> um but i'm gonna make a call that um, hang the, his prototype that he wanted to come back to the lab for mm-hmm. is the power source that we see in Ant-Man Quantumania that uh, Janet destroyed or expanded, mm-hmm. if you will. <clears throat> that's one way of putting it, yes? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it just because okay. of just how it's structured. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it's not going to be super advanced cause we're in the 1800s mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. but, um, I think that's what it is. Um, 
I hope. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll see it. Um, yeah. In the next episode. Um, and then question. I have actually. Three questions for you. I do you think I was taking a test? Let's get into it. <clears throat> do you think the version this version of Kang will turn on him, turn on them once he's in the TVA? Or do you think he will be the key to help them fix the loom? I think I think this is the good Kang that they need. I think I would he say will, the same thing too. Yep, especially after that he, conversation with Sylvie, where he says, yeah. "You know, I'm not the man who you think I am. I haven't done anything yet. I can make my own choices." I, exactly. Um, I think yeah. between that and everything that's happened for him in the last 12 hours, I think that he uh, he's going to stay on this good path and just help people doing what he can. I hope he does too. Um, it's something has to happen. For him to change his heart, mm-hmm. um, maybe it could be like a different version of Kang influencing him. That absolutely could to be go it. a different way. Mm-hmm. But I think if he's just with this crowd, I think he'll stay with them. Yeah, I don't think he's playing any Long Kong game because I don't think he even knows anything. Yeah, he thought it was kind of just like a fantasy in a way. Yeah, absolutely. about the TVA. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. And then how. I'm kind of jumping a little bit of ahead here on the act three, but how long was it? Has it been since Sylvie stabbed Kang? Because his body was pretty deteriorated. Correct. And it, from what we've seen from the transition of episode six in season one to episode one in uh, season two, mm-hmm. it was it was seamless. Seamless. Yeah. Like. No, I agree. So it didn't seem like there was a lot of time that passed in between those episodes. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, is time, time still is like working so different mm-hmm. <laughs> wherever they're at. Well, end of time. Does the end of time work differently than the TVA's time? Yeah. Like it's it's kind of confusing. Um, maybe that question will be answered. Or That's I a good question. Cool. I, I have that written down though as well because – yeah. Hey, he's like half a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, and then just a small thing. Do you think uh, Kang invented that prune stick, correct? That yeah. Renslayer. So that's a prototype one or version one of it. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. That thing it so looks he, insane. <laughs> that, yeah. <the> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's cool. I, I, I wonder if his book that he has the tva guidebook but he has his notes in it as well mm-hmm. i wonder if that if he ever gets taken or something that he will that will become like a key in a yeah. way i i do um, think there's something big that's going to happen with his guidebook yeah especially with obi because mm-hmm. i feel like obi probably be the one to understand it mm-hmm. um so i wonder if they're gonna do how casey was fanboying um obi i wonder if this version of kang's gonna be, kind of be the same way because his cover pictures on the back of yeah. the book yeah so i'm excited to see that interaction i am um, as well in episode four but yeah that's pretty much um all i got really it's just like when i said this episode was a filler i just um just a, when i said the questions there's more questions than answers i feel like mm-hmm. like we don't we don't see Kang going to the TVA 
Yeah, that's just like a episode four thing. Yeah. And then Miss Minutes has that huge secret about Ravana. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's, uh, I'm forgetting one or two more questions, but there's a lot of things like they're like, well, if this happens, well, that like this happened and all this stuff. So it's not like there's still there's no answers in this episode. Yeah. There's only questions. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so that's what kind of makes me feel like it's a filler. It's a really good filler episode, though. Really good. Um, I'm not claiming so it as a filler. Just putting that out there. If if it, it ends up being because it could be over time throughout the six episodes yeah. but for now i can protect it might be but right now it it's still up in there that's but fair. that's pretty much all i got for act three all right um well i got a question for you all right so Let me hear it. loki or sorry uh victor goes to okay. wisconsin yeah you know which rhymes with mansion um, can i hear chicago one more time chicago um and at this point, Loki and Mobius have no idea where they're going. Yeah. So how did Loki and Mobius know that he went to Wisconsin? Do you think that they tracked the tempad that he used to lock up Miss Minutes, get a hit on that, and then use a portal to get there? That's the only feasible way I can foresee that happening. Yeah, I don't... Because they never heard that they were going to Wisconsin. Uh, like they didn't follow. How did they know? Ravana. That's actually a good thing. Ravana was yeah, on the ferry for half of it. Which, by the way, great upper body strength to be rowing for that long. <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Um. Yeah, that actually is a good point. Because they can't track Rensselaer's tempad, right? I mean, they did. That's when how they, they used, went when she used it. Yeah, that's how they they knew that she went to Chicago twice. So maybe that's what it was. That's, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Unless like they just got people saying, did you I, see? Yeah. They fled. They Stones. went this way. Yeah. They're on the but, hair on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, next thing is that when they do show up and Ravana is pointing. Quick side note in the trailer, when we saw like the version one of the time stick or the pruner mm -hmm. or whatever we want to call it, I thought in the trailer that it was a more developed version of the time stick. And it was like mm. a mini gun that would like mm. shoot out things that would prune things. Yeah. So when I saw this and she pulled up with it, I was like, yo, this is the mini, this is the gun, the mini gun. Yeah. yeah. And then she like swung it around and hit the mannequin, which pruned it. And then I was like, ah, oh, no, it's a super enlarged version of a time. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was cool. <clears throat> but when, uh, they barge through the door and then she's like holding Victor uh, hostage uh, and Mobius is like trying to calm her down and like, look what happens, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's like, hey, I'm the Lost. glue. The only thing that matters is order and I bring order and chaos is stupid. Yeah. Um, when it pans over to Mobius, I don't know if you caught this. If you look at Loki's hand. Yeah, his is, hands are is ready glow. to go. Yeah, like he's yeah. ready for a fight. And I thought that, yeah, that was a, that such a nice touch. Such like a nice the, touch. The attention to detail there was really great. Mm -hmm. I love that green glow. It's so sick. I know you're a big fan of green. Yeah. And I've never really been like super in love with it. This green is like appealing. To yeah. Me. It looks it's really like good. purple for me. Yeah. It's like that type of purple. Yeah. So it's fire. Um, yeah. 
And then mm-hmm. we've kind of already touched on this, but just to reiterate it, Sylvie admits to Ravana that she has an unhealthy obsession. Yep. Um, and I, I want to hope and I want to think that by her kicking Ravana through the portal to put her at, at in the Citadel at the end of time, that that was that was like the closure that she needed. Like she's good now is what I'm hoping for. Um, and that she's, she's kind of like buried that hatchet, so to speak. Um, and she's like ready to move on with her life. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping. I also wish that when she kicked her through the portal, that instead of it being like, she went from here to here, like on the floor in the, in, in the, in Wisconsin to on the floor in the Citadel. I wish it was like, she got kicked through in Wisconsin and then fell this way into the Citadel to kind of let's make her mm. fall. Um, yeah, because Ravana deserves that. Um, maybe like a little broken nose or something. Maybe a torn meniscus. I don't know. Something shattered angle. I don't know. She uh, sucks. A stub pinky toe. A stub minimum, pinky toe. Minimum. Or like my last note is that it looks like the Citadel is decaying, um, mm. which kind of is what you were talking about. How much time has passed? Yeah. Um, and it would have been even if she did fall this way to this way, and then like a big cinder block just like. You know, she's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> or like broke her temp pad or something. I think yeah. it would have been awesome. Yeah. I also think that because she has her temp pad, Ravana's fine. Like moving her to the Citadel at the end of time didn't do anything. Like, Yeah, she does have her temp pad. Sylvie so. should have taken the temp pad before she kicked her through. Because Ravana could just be like, oh, okay, I'm here. That's the guy that we really need, but he's dead. Mm-hmm. Pull out Miss Minutes and is like, where, do I, where should I go? And mm-hmm. then open a portal and go. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. Eh, also, know. this actually brings up a thought, um, because I brought it up in episode six of season one. The th- four statues, mm-hmm. um, but there's three for mm-hmm. the timekeepers, mm-hmm. and I'm I can see them like exploring the citadel. A little more because we only got the hallway yeah. in that room. Yeah. Um. So maybe we'll get an answer of that because Miss Minutes Ravana? knows. It. Oh, oh, oh. What if it is? Yeah, because she is in a partnership on a different timeline with the Kangs, or a Kang. Damn, I didn't know, you know, that actually that actually makes a lot of I, sense. It it's kind of makes sense. Like I'm not reaching on because that. Because the big secret, oh my gosh. Okay, hold up now. Yeah, hold up. That's what I'm saying. The big secret that uh Miss Minutes I'm assuming will tell if that theory is true, will tell Renslayer mm-hmm. is that she was a part of the timekeepers mm-hmm. but she got demoted mm-hmm. into being a judge. Mhm. Oh, mm-hmm. and that's why she's so hungry for power because mm-hmm. she's already had that type of mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at you, Clay. I mean, that, that was an right. us thing. That was an us thing. Let's be real. I wouldn't have gotten there if you didn't bring up the statues. I didn't even have that thought, though. That was fucking... That, that was nuts. Sorry. That was I'm not trying to cuss on here. But um, uh, uh, that was... Yeah. So yeah. that's... I mean, that's a good theory. I think yeah. we might be able to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea of them exploring the Citadel. I think that is uh, very plausible. Like, uh, does he have a lab there, too? I would be shocked if he didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but hopefully we'll see. 
Yeah. Um, outside of that, do you have anything else you want to talk about for episode three of Loki season two? Um, nothing. No, I don't think so. Just I'm happy that we're kind of seeing Sylvie turn the leaf over. Yeah, I am as well. Um, maybe I I think she saw the goodness in this type this Kang. Yeah. Um, and also I wonder when they're gonna figure out that because uh, they keep calling him He Who Remains. Yeah. So I wonder where they're going to actually figure out that his name's Kang. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that's another question for me. But what were you going to say? You some Something popped up? Yes. Um, the first thing is that in episode three, Lamentis of season one. Okay. They, you know, Loki takes the Tempad and then they realize that it's dead. And they need to charge it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why have we never seen a Tempad on a charger? <laughs> you know what i mean that is true i've never like because i was thinking like another bad thing that could happen to ravana what if her tempad is dead but it can't be that dead because she summoned miss minutes so was it miss minutes manipulating that tempad maybe how much power does miss minutes have is what i want to know too i i mean she is a what did ob call her she is a uh a administrator to the all of tva and she's a self-learning AI, which is terrifying. Yeah. So I would say it's it was really smart for Kang to not give her a body because if she has a body, she can then overtake Kang. Mm -hmm. So I would say that she has very – when it comes to like her operations management and her powers within the TVA, I think are comparative to Kang's. Yeah, do you think we'll see her get a or try to get a body? I think we'll see her try, but I don't think she'll be successful. I think that's the reason why Kang didn't do it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, which is smart by him. Yeah. It's it's a it's an interesting story we got here. Cause we it's like that's why I like I'm starting to like Kang because we're understanding his story, like the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. Like he can't he has to keep this timeline. He has to exist, yeah stable mm -hmm. because if there's multiple then they're screwed it's the end of time mm -hmm. um but i think it's super cool but yeah i there's still a lot of questions but i'm overall loving the show yeah um episode three i'm still anticipating when the episode comes out like i i'm like oh like monday is gonna hit i'm like oh my gosh three more days Yep. Until episode four. So like that's what I look for in a show. Like I want to anticipate and be excited. So yeah. um still really enjoying it. Yeah. I agree. I've n had no problem. Even though I call this like kind of a filler, it's not like a even a diss at all. Yeah. Because it's still a good this is the best filler. See, that's why I can't consider it a filler, because when we had that conversation from season one, is that at least in my opinion, a filler is something that a lot does there's like one or two major things that happens in the episode that could have easily been split between the episode before and the episode after and yeah. everything in between is just like action sequences and stuff that's not necessary but this yeah. one there was a lot of stuff that happened we met there Victor. was a lot of stuff we i do agree we we get to see his guidebook we see that sylvie is starting to overcome her stuff 
Ravana's kind of screwed. We figured out about Miss Minutes being in love with Kang or Victor, whatever we want to yeah, call him. Yeah. Um, I just feel like there was a, a lot of stuff that happened in this episode. Okay. So that's why agree, I you, can't say that this is a filler. But yeah, do you, do you agree that episode three in season one was a filler? Because only really, yeah, two things happened. Yeah, they found out their variants and they were about to kiss. Mm-hmm. Right? No, that was episode four is when they're about to kiss. No, because they're about to kiss on Lamentus, right as the episode's about to end, and then the portals open. Or something. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or. It is. I thought it, it is. I thought the episode ended when the ship blew up. And they were you're like, right. And then the beginning of episode four, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, episode three was just like them trying to get around to charge the tempad. Yeah. But I wonder yeah, that's a good question too. I wonder how they charge them. Um, is that what do they even get charged? Was that just like a a part of Kang's script mm-hmm. to get them to fall for each other even more yeah um but i guess we'll see we sure but will. overall great episode yep um really good points R- really like that theory out of you i appreciate it i mean out of us out of us i'm giving that one to you i can't that take was money um <laughs> but I'm excited to make a uh, clip out of that one. <laughs> uh, as per the usual, ladies and gentlemen, like, comment, subscribe, share mm-hmm. with grandma, share with your dog, watch your PC on all the socials, the watchers podcast yes, on Facebook, show the clip some love, show the YouTube some mm-hmm. love. Um, this will be out on Monday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yep. And we look forward to doing this again next week. Look forward to it. Very um, excited. Hope you guys are enjoying this as much as we are. Uh, uh, the, the YouTube key. seems to be doing pretty well, so I imagine yeah. so. Yeah, so um, we're going we to keep going, keep grinding. Uh, also, 31 mm-hmm. subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Patch that 30 mark. That's exciting. Nice, um, nice. I'm Getting thinking, closer to a, I'm thinking uh, maybe at 40, we reveal what the 50 is. So okay. nine more subs. Yeah. You know, uh, bump those numbers up. And yeah, I mean, this has been The Watchers. Been The Watchers. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace. Ham butt grease.